Welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. This is season three, episode whatever it is up there because I have lost track. Um, before we get started, this is my house, my cameras, uh, my microphones, my everything. No taxpayer dollars are used in the uh, creation or distribution of this podcast. Also, my name is Eric Schwenk. I am a trustee in the also. village of Mundelein. And who are you? Also, also, <laughs> I'm Carol Lambert. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Awesome. So today we are talking about uh, two meetings. The first is the committee of the whole meeting. The second is the village board meeting. Both meetings were on February 13th. And we're recapping a couple of days late because of the sickness that ran through my house. Uh, don't, don't wish that upon anybody. So uh, let's kick it off with the committee of the whole. And... Um, State of the Village. State of the Village address. So this was a slightly different presentation from last year. And the mayor said he was going to uh, really try to get this done faster than last he year. Did, I think. And he did three yeah. minutes faster. So we had three minutes of public commentary <laughs> for Q&A at the end. It went a little over. It wasn't just three minutes. Um, so first up, he, he, he mentioned some top 10. He always does a top 10 list like Letterman. And Which I feel like that reference is going to get old and no one's going to get it eventually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, younger generation definitely not is gonna, not Letterman. Le- like, Letterman? Who's that? Who? Yeah, what? Um, so his first was uh, Ivanhoe Village and the 740 acres. What? I've never heard of this. Yeah, right? 25-year <laughs> development plan um, and that it would bring <coughs> a roughly 30% uh, population increase to the village um, with 1,277 new homes along with um, industrial light industrial up towards the northern end on peterson and retail yeah yeah retail throughout yep um next up was density um and just bringing more people more people per acre and that, and why d- you that density that? <laughs> why oh you do we don't have time are in you this. familiar with this have we don't have time in this 30 minute podcast i got books if you want to read oh them God. all about density and how it creates um a better tax increment per acre than single family homes and we have to pay for village infrastructure in the long run and we can't do that with the single family home traditional on a subdivision traditional um you know cul-de-sac cul-de-sac 20 uh, 20th of an acre lots quarter acre lots it just doesn't work um non-residential development talked about bridgeport which is that very large facility of 6083 it's 320,000 square feet waiting for that to open there was just a lot of talk about um about different um Different developments, non non residential developments. They talked to the highlight of the one on Allenson, which is now half full. Half full. We have a tenant yeah. that we stole from Libertyville. And that's Sorry, a good thing, so it's not half empty. Right. It's half full now. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry, Libertyville. But you know what I thought was really interesting? Um, he I don't know if you're gonna get there yet, but he talked about businesses that have opened this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty five, roughly, almost twenty five. I didn't write down a full number, but I there was a list. I tried to count like really quick. Yeah. And I counted twenty two, but like I maybe missed while I was seeing and trying to. Yeah, count. I wrote so, down some of the spaces that were filled, like that Venture One building. Yes. Um, the LA Fitness Barnexo took over a, a building big empty property yeah. that had been vacant for a long time. That kind of stuff, and that our occupancy, we have three hundred twenty thousand square feet of new construction this year. Yes. And we demoed two hundred eighty eight thousand square feet of old construction. Here's our one of our old kitties here. Hi, Isabel. Which was mostly Oak Creek, I'm assuming. Oh, hi. You joining the podcast too? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Oak Creek um, was a lot of that that one. space. Yeah. 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 So took took stuff that was like obsolete use and got yep. rid of it, made more. So that was number five uses. on his list was occupancy data, and that uh, we are 91% occupied in commercial space. 
and um, we're approaching that's a, a number that's too high <laughs> yeah we need to have some some flexibility to welcome new people uh, and new businesses number six was fiscal responsibility that we have stable debt payments uh, stable number of employees throughout the village that a are decrease reserves. in the number of employees from previous like, from 2008 yeah, yeah, yeah we are down crazy to hear about 10 15 yeah. employees yeah even though we've grown the village right but lean operations and yeah like exactly smarter. yeah and that it's it's maintaining that way um, our reserves that we are at um, 46% at the end of this fiscal year is our goal. That's what we're looking at. We're at 42% of our operating budget. And our, our overall goal from the village board perspective is 50%. Right. And that's a lesson we learned during the pandemic that um, we need to save 50% of our operating annual operating expenses just because the unforeseen may occur. Yep. So infrastructure, we added $2.1 million more than last year into our uh, road and bridge fund. And that that's inc doesn't include numbers that we added in previous years. Right, so so since we joined the board, year, yep. yep, it's gone up, don't quote me on this, four, four or five million more. It's a, it's a much higher number. And Why we're didn't still... you tell me what you're gonna talk about? We could have been more prepared. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah. Anyways, infrastructure spending, good. <laughs> it's going up. Um, that's. Streets, curbs, yeah, streets, streets cur gutters. Curbs, gutters. Yep. yep. And stuff. Good stuff. Uh, big program. Not the big grant. The big program. Oh, right. Because you don't like Because <laughs> it'd be redundant. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. since 2015, uh, 65 businesses have received um, $605,000. And that's the village's portion. The businesses paid their portion was $5.5 in community That is insane. The ratio. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Crazy. Yeah. And no, not all of that was Bill's. Stop uh, it. That was no. beautiful back there. It is pretty back there. I'm ready for summer for it. Yeah, I know. Um, Underline Community Days was number nine. And that is talking about um, it's moving. So Temporarily for a year. One year. Yes. Uh, and, and the mayor showed what the layout's going to look like. It's going to be at the Village Plaza Circle area right. and that, that vacant land using the metro parking lot. Parade's um, going to be backwards. The parade's backwards. <laughs> um, That'll be weird. I didn't not get clarification if we have to walk it backwards or we if it should. just runs backwards. Actually, if we get reelected, we should vow to walk it backwards. <laughs> you can do that. I got it. I got it. Uh, and then number 10 was um, community events, just upcoming events throughout the, the village. Um, the uh, different route for the bicycle race that was talked about. Right. The uh, Winterfest dates are to be determined, but that was a su success last year. It's coming back Makes this year. Yep. Farmer's Market is moving to Saturday at the parking lot. Um, I love that it's Saturday. Yeah, me too. I just too. have Saturday this vision morning. of what my Saturday mornings are going to look like with yeah, three right? kids. It's never going to look like that, but we have a vision of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three kids, one being an infant. It looks it beautiful looks in really your head. Good in my yeah. head. Yeah, exactly. Most likely it'll be screaming and meltdowns, but it looks good. Right. Got it. So... Um, there was also some talk about different departments. I didn't write down all of that data. He, he kind of went quickly because we were towards the end. Yeah. Um, but some highlights, the fire department has um, gone to their, their no idling policy. Yeah. And uh, reconfirmed on that. And, and they have saved 797 gallons of diesel fuel, which is That's crazy. A, a lot of fuel. Yeah. yeah. Um, their calls are up 5.8% this year. Every time we see the chief. Literally every time we see him. How's <laughs> yeah. it going, Chief? Busier than ever. Busier yeah. than ever. It is crazy out there. Busier than ever. Drive safe, okay? Drive safe. Literally every time you see him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 
So that was it. There was a couple of Q and A's from, uh, we had a good turnout. There was a mm -hmm. lot of our commission and committee members were, were in the audience and that's always good to somebody, see. Somebody asked about impact fees. Impact fees for the school district. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> cause that's like been my thing to like focus on. I was yeah. like, let me answer. Um, yeah. But about if the school districts get impact fees for developments <clears throat> and the answer is yes. Yes. Yes, so does the village. So does the village. Yeah. So do the other taxing bodies. Yeah, so does the park if everyone district. Wants, so if anyone ever wants to talk to Impact Fees, hit me up. We'll have, yeah. we'll have a conversation about it. I recommend coffee. <laughs> Keep you awake. Or wine. <laughs> Something that will entertain you. because. So that was the committee of the whole. After that, we took a five-minute break that lasted 15 minutes. And um, our, we actually, I was in the back uh, grabbing a, a bite to eat, and we were joking around <sighs> about how a five-minute break between like between meetings is never a five minute no. break and it's always 12 to 15 minutes, but you That's know, okay. we try. So the village board meeting, uh, if you're keeping track, it's village board meeting number 3,270. And, um, we started about 15 minutes late, did the pledge of allegiance, the approval of minutes during public commentary. Margaret Booth spoke about, um, the noise ordinance and, and public assembly definitions of public assembly being different. Yep. Good, good catch. eyes. Yep, absolutely. Good catch. So we um, we struck that language out of the final ordinance and and moved forward. But I'm glad yeah. that she brought that forward. And and even staff spoke during the presentation about that was not intended. Not the intentional, but yeah. didn't realize that there was other definitions of right public assembly out there. Yeah, ordinances are a very uh, cumbersome and large volume of yes of uh, yes of correct. paperwork. Yeah, so. <clears throat> Let's see. Then we had a presentation about noise ordinance, and this is something. This is that's... a topic that's come up off and on for probably three years now. Yeah. So we don't. We previously did not have one, so there was no nothing that the police could do if you were called, if they were called to a complaint. Yeah, basically. they could just ask. They you could to... just say like, "Hey, turn it down." Yeah, and they would say um, if they cited people, it was under disorderly conduct. Yeah. And. and um, the deputy chief, uh, deputy chief Seeley commented about how that doesn't always stand up in court. The judges don't always agree with that definition right. under the law right. yeah, yeah. and, um, it doesn't always stand up. So you go through this entire process, it's lengthy and it costs a lot of money for no reason for, for it to get tossed out. So this is giving, um, this is giving the police department a little more teeth, uh, when it comes to noise ordinance violations, which, um, can we just point clarify that we're not going to be like going out there and like hunting people down for this? this yeah, is... and I, I literally asked that during the meeting. We're yeah. you know we're not we're not having police officers out there leaning out of the car with a microphone. With their decibel reader. Right. It's yeah. this is not what that's for. This is for um, service calls, complaints that are received through the dispatch center. Where an officer comes out, they yeah. can now go to the property line and register a decibel reading. I should have asked the chief this, but how are they going to respond to the coyotes? Sorry. Really? Mine are so loud. That's the only thing I hear. Coyotes all night. I mean, they could get sighted too, I guess. They should. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm done now. Sure, it's not a werewolf. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> uh, so there was no um, no public hearings uh, during the mayor's report. We did a uh, meeting call for the annual commission report. So it's a 30-minute meeting where the commissions come before the board and, and give, give us, us a report. An annual report. Um <laughs> Commission appointment, Nancy Burton was appointed to the Planning and Zoning Commission. She was sworn in. Yep. That was awesome. Uh, the Ad Hoc Police Chief Recruitment, that's your department. That's me. Do your thing. 
Um, so our police chief has decided to retire. No drama there or anything. And um, we appointed a smaller committee to review um, applicants. So it's me, Trustee Capuchuela, uh, the mayor, Eric Gunther, and then um, Ray Semple because he's the former public safety chair. Um, so a member of the public. So he's our resident Resident member. member of the community, member of the public, yeah. sorry. Whatever, same thing. Um, and we will be meeting to discuss the applicants. We've received the applications right now. The process is we go, we vet them, we narrow them down, then they get a questionnaire, then we do interviews. And hopefully this will be a quick, painless process. So we'll see. It's just starting. Yep. Yep. All right. So Whoever that- we do hire, we'll have some big shoes to fill from Eric and John. So... Right. Oh, yeah. Our past, our yeah. couple of past chiefs have been pretty awesome. Ew. I would never say that out loud. Oh, that's I'm true. I'm just kidding. He doesn't great. watch it. He won't. <laughs> he doesn't watch it. <laughs> um, next up, we appointed an IRMA delegate. So this is a um, a delegate to the Intergovernmental Risk Management is Agency. This, do, are we required to do this? We we have somebody that, and it, and it yeah. was our previous oh, uh, finance it. director. So we just changed it over. <clears throat> so now we change it over to our, our current it. finance okay. director. Yep. Bookkeeping. Or Book- like just cleaning clean it up. It, it's, yeah. Basically. So the village office use agreement. So we rented some space out uh, to AARP to use some of our upstairs space that's that's vacant. They For were, uh, tax prep. Yep. And then. They're usually at the library. But it's a good service if you guys need it. My mom uses it every year. Raves about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice to have it. And then we also rented to KTR Media Group for a, a small space in village hall. And that's the company that actually does our recording, recording of the videos and posts them online. Not this recording, the village recording. Yeah. This is being recorded by a tripod, a tripod and a camera <laughs> and microphones. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, uh, trustee reports, community and economic development was the De Bruyler senior apartments. And this was a utility fee in lieu of burying power lines. So the original agreement was that the power lines in the area needed to be buried as part of the redevelopment. Which is the goal of every redevelopment agreement that we sign. We're, we're trying to yeah. bury the power lines. It's better, uh, it's safer, and it's prettier. It is all of the above, yes. All of the above, a better option. And if, if work is being done, then we're gonna aim for them to be buried. Correct. And this this work, came back more expensive than originally thought Um, shocking right now right and this has also been in the works for a few years there's been inflation there's been cost rises um i guess the original estimate was a hundred thousand and the um work was estimated at closer to three hundred thousand that's a big difference it is a big difference and the developer is saying that it's threatening the project and that if if they don't uh get a, a variance here a waiver that th- you know they don't have to do this that it's it's threatening the project so that's what the village board had to decide do we allow them to keep the power lines above ground and he pays a hundred thousand dollars that we can use later or bury the power lines at the developer's cost yes my only caveat with this wait i lost my train of thought was oh wait my it's gone just gone just gone all right Oh my God! 30. So this is what thirty-eight weeks pregnant looks like. Got it. Gone. Gone. Dot. Um. So I can tell you my. Oh, I know. Wait, oh, wait. Let ahead. me go. Let me go. Let me yep. Go. Is <laughs> redoing East Holly comes into factor into this? Yes. Yeah. So and that's Sorry. what uh, 
Eric Gunther, our village administrator, talked about that was that the the work that's going to come soon, we hope, for East Holly will be a grant, hopefully a, soon. Right. Um, will incorporate some of this work and that the utility may end up paying for some of it to occur, right, because, not us. Right. Because if you have a utility that's in an easement for construction, it then becomes the utilities. Utilities. So weird. So on the flip side of it Go ahead. is that if we force the lines to be buried and we order the utility to do that work, right. we can pass on the cost of that to the residents of Mundelein through their bills. Could. Could. Hypothetically, maybe. All and, of this is sort of hypothetical. And we've done that many times. Right. So I was the lone no on this because of that. I don't want the village taxpayers to have to subsidize what a developer already agreed to do. Fair. And Go ahead. this is where this is where we work well together, even if we disagreed. I don't disagree with that. However, to me, this project was so important because of the type of project it was. And it's so needed in the county as a whole that I still voted for it. So whatever it passed. Yes, it passed. And I do think that this project needs to move forward because of the type that it is. Sure. Yeah. So that, and guess what? We don't hate each other. Even we don't we hate each other. Yeah. Fine. Civility yeah. and civics. Who would have thunk? <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> so, so that's that. It passed. Uh, the developer will get the variance. Uh, the and he's not getting away with nothing. He's not getting away with nothing. He's, he's paying $100,000. which is what he thought it was going to be in the first place. So there's yep. just some complexities to everything, right? Like nothing is straightforward. Correct. So next up was the noise control ordinance. Um, there wasn't really any more discussion because we had the presentation. Other than that language change. The language change. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and that passed. Um, public works was the um, railroad overpass entryway signage. So two things here. The first, we we approved um, basically a contract that says we can do work on the side of the railroad overpasses and it's 100% our responsibility to do right. it. Yes. That's, that's all that was. Just that agreement. Um, and then the next was um, a purchase order and the cost of the signs themselves. Which I feel this money has was left over from the big sign project, which we were not a part of. Correct. What is that, six years now? Five years? Six years? Um, it passed five years ago, roughly. So there was, there's, I think. But it had been in the works for a while right, before so that. So there's money sitting in there from yep. that project where we're not going to. It was you. It was saved for something like this. Well, it was also saved for signs that are probably not going to happen. Yeah, stepping back, <laughs> there's signs that were proposed on Route 45 that can't happen. That can't happen because there's either fuel lines underneath of them. Uh, the state throws a fit because it's too close to the road, right. um, or it's too far from the road, or the grass is too green, or the clouds in the sky aren't right. Like trying to get anything done through the state of Illinois can be a disaster. Um, so you we, said it. I did. <laughs> I mean, I dot is, is a awesome. Is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Great. Got it. Yeah. I dot, I think right now when, with some of the developers, when we talked with Oak oh Creek was God. what, two to three years to get anything accomplished. Yeah. Well, I always like reference when people ask about things like we had a lady during, um, the state of the village ask about the overpass on 83. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to be like, <sighs> It took them, what, nine months to open up the driveway outside of Starbucks onto 45? Yeah. 
So like that puts things in perspective, like to allow you to go straight out of the driveway onto 45 took like six to nine months. Yeah. Anyways, After it was already built. Correct. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so end of rant. So the money's left over because the signs didn't get built because the state wouldn't agree to it. There that's we all go. that that's the much shorter. So no new money being allocated. Probably more politically correct answer than me going on a rant about IDOT. <laughs> okay, I'll move on. Uh, we, we rejected proposals. And you're not pregnant, so you have no excuse for this ranting. That's true. So. That is true. I am not pregnant. <laughs> uh, we rejected proposals for a police station parking lot expansion. Oh, it makes me so sad. So we finally, after I, I, how many? Eric said that it was like 20 years or something. Yeah. And I, I've even joked about it on this podcast. This is like one of those projects that we keep punting and we're like, we're going to do it next year. And then we keep punting it as a joke. And we were like finally doing it. And, and the then, costs are just astronomical. Yeah, it came in way more than we yeah. could possibly spend yeah. on it right now. All we right. don't have that budget amount. And guess what? We're not dipping into the reserves for it. Yeah. We're sticking to our budget. Sorry. Police. Yep. So next was a letter of intent with Vergy LLC. Um, and this is for guaranteed energy savings contract for um, Powell. Uh, yeah, this is also green, going green. This yes. is assessing all the village properties for um, green initiatives. Correct. Through Vernon Township, so it's a multi yeah, it's like a bigger intergovernmental project. almost kind of agreement. Right. Yes. Right. All right. Finance committee, one million thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety-eight dollars and sixty-nine cents. It's about average for our bills. Um, they usually range between five hundred thousand and one point five million, somewhere in there. I know that's a large range, but that seems to be about where they fall. There was nothing for public safety except for the, uh, the blood drive. Is today right now. Is like literally going on as we're filming this. Yeah. Uh, Coffee the, with the cop was yesterday. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Building committee didn't have anything. Nothing for transportation infrastructure or other reports. Omnibus, where we vote on everything that uh, all at once because it should be it's deemed been as discussed, basically. Yeah. You know, renewing contracts, that kind of stuff. So one was a. Um, a purchase order for heart monitors. Uh, it's a yearly fee for those heart Somebody monitors. Somebody asked me about that. What was going on? Why are we doing that? Is there a lot of stress at the fire department? And I was like, no, no, no. It's for the ambulance. Yeah, it's for the ambulance so. and the fire trucks. Yeah. Uh, water meters, new construction. Got to have um, more water me meters to put on that new construction. Uh, liquid sludge hauling for digester. Uh, that's just leave it at that. That's the poop sludge. It's got to go somewhere. We got to pay to haul that off. Uh, paid an attorney, Irma annual contribution. So this is um, insurance. that insurance amount and uh, a second one for for insurance. Uh, that was it. We didn't have any executive session and uh, we were out of there at 752. That's what I wrote down for our ending time. So we started 15 minutes late and bad, uh, I mean, it was it was roughly a, a 35, 40 minute meeting. I'll take it. Yeah. With some discussion. So that's good. Yeah. With good discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this Mundelein Minute. Drive safe. Drive safe. <laughs> for, um, the, for the fire chief. Right. It's, it's warming up. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful out the next few days. Sun. Enjoy it. I know. All I right. Know. We'll see you guys next time. See you in the next episode. Take Bye. care.